for the latest news in world football. Plus, hear new music from an up-and-coming artist every week. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk footy. Hello and welcome to Footy Tunes. It is match week six in the Premier League. We'll be talking about all the top EPL matches, as well as breaking down the wild start to La Liga. And of course, we'll talk about the Milan derby out in the Serie A. This week's musical guest is Dave Brown. He actually heard one of his verses a couple weeks back when we featured John Harper on a track called Times Keep Changing. We'll be playing a couple of Dave's tracks later in the show. You don't want to miss that. Now, uh, let's talk some footy. All right, we got Stephen Hatfield in the studio. How you doing, man? Doing all right. How about you? Doing pretty good, man. And Will Robinson. What's up, dude? Nothing much. Great to be back. Thanks for coming. So the big match this week in the Premier League was Chelsea versus Liverpool, and it being a 2-1 Liverpool win. Uh, Liverpool started off the scoring in the 14th minute with a goal off a free kick routine from Alexander-Arnold. Cesar Spilicueta appeared to get an equalizer shortly after, but uh, VAR will take the goal off the board for offside. It was definitely offside. Mount was offside, but was the phase of play still the same one that they were referring to? There's a little bit of speculation on that. I think that was the one that they were referring to because I think that's how offside works if you've got. But was he the only difference? Was I guess the question was there was a point in which Marcos Alonso received the ball and then played it backwards for another. What some would say was another phase of play, but I I see what they're saying. It was yeah. It was very. I'm not going to even. I'm not going to even contest it. It was yes. Yeah, it was just it was unfortunate. Just watch your lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's a little harsh because now, I mean, how far back are you going to go with some of these? Like on right. a counter attack, if there was like a just a, they won the ball outside their own box, if mm-hmm. it was just like a slight foul, they're just going to bring it back 20 seconds before the play. Yeah, so I don't think that was necessarily the case in this case, but I definitely agree with yeah, you. That's like where where you're going. Yeah. It's going to happen at some point this season. Literally, you said like 20 seconds ago or something like that. Growing pains. That's what this is. This is how you figure these things out. This is how you perfect it. So, I mean, this is going to, it's going to be the name of the game for the, uh, the entirety of the season. Mm -hmm. Liverpool added another with a headed goal uh, shortly after that uh, whole sequence uh, from Roberto Firmino in the 30th minute. Chelsea pulled one back uh, through N'Golo Conte in the 71st with a really sweet finish. Uh, The game would finish 2-1 to Liverpool. How how did you think Chelsea performed in this? I mean, they were obviously it's not the result you wanted, but uh, they looked okay. Not bad. I mean, it's just we knew who we, were, who we were playing against. But to be fair, that was not Liverpool's best performance. They got two goals off of set pieces, which we all know it's, been, it's a weakness of ours. And I mean, realistically, anything defensive. Yeah, that's true. But um, apart from that, I thought we were okay. It's just again, and then back to defense. Liverpool's defense. You look at Virgil Van Dijk. There's a reason why he's basically a Ballon d'Or candidate. He was influential back there. Mm. Stopped a lot of things. Um, and, and you can kind of see again the inexperience. We're going to see this throughout the season. Abraham Mount not really kind of getting the best of their opportunities. They're trying to ha- figure out how do you get the best of a defender. You know, defenders like um, Van Dijk and um, Matip, mm-hmm. but. Just another one of those growing pains. And uh, I will say this, though, to Maury, I was impressed with him, how he mm-hmm. was able to keep Salah quiet. 
Right. So again, it's just it's unfortunate to lose, but you've got some positives to draw from it. So mm-hmm. we take you know we move on. We lost two one to Liverpool. That's if we were going to lose to a team, I'd rather lose to a team like Liverpool two one. Right. Right. It's not the end of the world, and plus, apart from Arsenal, everyone else did drop points, so we move on. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Tomori. How do you think, especially now with the early injuries in the uh, in the first half to Christensen and to Emerson, um, how do you think the defense is going to be able to cope with that? Is I mean, obviously, Tomori and, and Zuma are going to be the starters, but um, how do you see that going forward? It's going to be tricky. Uh, if we're going to go with the back four, we're going to have no choice but to go with Alonso, Tomori, Zuma, and Espelicueta. Mm. And if we do it with the back three, maybe you could just have um, – that's uh, going to be a little tricky too. Yeah, Espilicueta's played as the third center back under Conte, well, so actually, maybe you, know you slide what? him in there and then bring in Reese James or something. That's what I was going like to say. Maybe we could use Reese James as that right – Reese James as that right wide back, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen the guy play. I heard he had a pretty good season with Wigan down in the championship. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, we've, we've a lot of our players played in the championship. Mount, Abraham, Tamori, so – Maybe maybe it's time to give him a go, an honest run. Hmm. So I think that's what we'll probably have to look at, maybe a back three. But um, worst-case scenario, back four with um, Alonso as a left back, which I think most Chelsea fans can tell you is it's, it's a little sus- he's a little suspect. I mean, he's yeah. good, great going forward, but the defensive <laughs> side of his game. But that's what happens when you try and force someone who's you know wing-back, wing-type player mm-hmm. as a back. I mean, it's... It's not it's not easy. It's it's going to be tricky, but yeah. like I said, we'll see what happens moving forward. I'll go on the other side. I almost think this should be slightly troubling for Liverpool, showing mm. like I mean, they should be like offensively they only scored really with set pieces. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, it shows that if their front three aren't on, they're not they're not looking deadly. Yeah. Leicester City got a bit of a surprise victory against uh, Tottenham. It was a 2-1 victory uh, with goals from Pereira and James Madison that canceled out Harry Kane's opener as the Foxes took the 2-1 victory. Uh, obviously, I mean, Harry Kane's goal was, was sick. Let's talk about yeah. that first. Two guys falling down and uh, <laughs> just sticks his foot out there and, and manages to put it in the corner. That's a finisher for you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just, he's, just, he's just a... Great striker. I mean, he'll find ways. Exactly. I mean, (laughs) he's... And, you know, he's been doing this uh, year in, year out for, like, what, the past three or four seasons? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, the big thing in that game was the uh, VAR, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Showing its face again. Yeah. (laughs) You kind of... I know it's supposed to come in and, I mean, try to get everything 100%, but... Oh, it's at never going to be 100 well, yeah. right away, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But at a certain point, it's supposed to correct clear and obvious uh, errors from the ref. And mm-hmm. when can he call a few centimeters like clear? Yeah, that's like true. it's that's just so. I see where you're going at, and honestly, I'll just say this: until they incorporate that, I guess what margin for error. Mm-hmm. This is what we've got. But yeah. I, I, I get where people are coming from. Uh, and the match between Manchester City and Watford, uh, City really just ran rampant against Watford with the 8-0 win. Uh, Bernardo Silva got the hat-trick. Mares, Ultimendi, Aguero, David Silva, and Kevin De Bruyne all also got goals um, in the just uh, destruction of Watford in that game. Uh, defense. 
<laughs> well, let's throw out the funniest stat of the day on that one. Uh, Delafeu completed 13 of 14 passes, and eight of those passes were straight from kickoff. <laughs> oh, so, man. oh, that's great. <laughs> Just yeah, the, just yeah, the, the first kickoff. touch after every time a City scored a goal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Watford uh, <laughs> right back. He was making his debut, and he got subbed off at 34 minutes into the game. Uh, I man. thought he got hurt. <laughs> I, didn't I even think it was, it was just, just, just he was garbage. That bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, in the match between Manchester United and West Ham today, uh, West Ham got the two nil win over the Red Devils. Uh, the goals from Yarmolenko and a pretty nice uh, free kick from Aaron Cresswell. What do you have to say about this match first? And then we'll get to we'll get to Solskjaer <laughs> in a second. <laughs> uh, where do I start? Um, I, a lot of this just goes back to, I mean, you let go Sanchez and Lukaku with no real replacement. Mm. I mean, all it took was like Martial to get hurt to lose right. our real striker, mm-hmm. and then Rashford got hurt. So there's another. Another player out. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, even though they got two, I think defensively we were still all right. I'm mm-hmm. not worried about defense. But again, there's so much, only so much you can do, and you can't keep the ball in the other half to try to create chances. Right. So right. I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, moving on from that, uh, Solskjaer is winless in his last nine Premier League matches. Uh, do you think do you think it's time for him to go? Are you ringing the bell yet? I uh, I mean, he's definitely not one for the future, but I do want him gone. <laughs> but I still don't want them just to find somebody to come in, just be another until the end of the season replacement. Right, make it a long term decision. Yeah. So, I mean, and then on that, who would you bring in at this point? I mean, it's kind yeah, of a tough meant, sell now. Yeah, I think the only. Like available would be like Allegri, bring him. Have to, oh, that's true. Yeah. But he'd like, have to want to. Yeah, be on board. I don't know how many managers would want. But the way Tottenham's looking, I wouldn't even be too sure on Pochettino right now. So a uh, a ten man Arsenal came back to beat Aston Villa this weekend three to two after Maitland Niles got sent off in the forty first minute. I don't know what to ask about this. You know, yeah. I'll say this credit to Arsenal because. <laughs> Many times have you seen how many times have you seen Arsenal just kind of implode and they came back Show and won some the game. Resilience, so, I mean yeah. that's kind of impressive. I mean credit to them, but but this also raises a serious question. What's their game plan going forward? I mean just to outscore people because once again, <laughs> three, with nothing nothing against Aston Villa, that should be a team you should be. They should probably have won three one exactly. Yeah, but that defense is very suspect. So yes, they've got a good front line, but. You can't just hope that okay they're just gonna we'll just get a bunch of goals and then maybe absorb maybe a couple here and there. No, you got to that's that's gonna be a concern. But I mean, if they can somehow manage to top finish in the top four, credit to them. I can't breathe, I don't have air 
Too much heat, nothing compares Play the odds when life ain't fair Don't want it all, just want my share tracks called in my thoughts head over to spotify and soundcloud under day brown you'll find some great tracks there he's also got a new album dropping at the end of october so go ahead and follow him on social media so you can stay tuned with that now we're going to get back into some footy all right we're going to bring in our friend juan vasquez out in virginia beach via phone juan it looks like la liga is really up for grabs this year barcelona dropping another three points today in a game versus granada a 2-0 loss Atletico only getting the nil-nil draw against Celta Vigo earlier. Your team, Real Madrid, did get the 1-0 win versus Sevilla earlier, the lone goal scored by Karim Benzema. There's been a lot of focus on uh, the players you brought in this year to help your squad. Talk a bit about how uh, Karim Benzema has, has helped your team uh, through this transition period. He's feeling a void or trying to fill a void that was left two years ago when Ronaldo left. Right. Uh, you know, he's doing the best he can. He's definitely improved finishing his opportunities in front of goal about the time Ronaldo was leaving. He was struggling to, to find the back of the net. Now that Ronaldo's gone, he's getting more of the opportunity that was seen elsewhere. So he's putting those away. and He is, he is making, making things happen, but, but we need help. We need more. Uh, the, the goal drought, the, the lack of innovation in the midfield leading to goal is mm-hmm. only going to get worse. Um, so as good as the three points felt today. I think the the big concern lies in the PSG match, which really showcased right. the lack of innovation, the lack of game play and urgency that the team needs, all the way from the back to the front. So I'm very happy to take the three points and see Madrid go into Sevilla and and, and win in a hostile environment. However, dirty. It wasn't a clean win, and it still leaves as many questions uh, to be had. And, and we're going to have a long season. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I guess the yeah the plus side there is that everyone else is probably going to have a long season with you. Uh, Granada is in the top three right now. Atletico Bilbao at the top of the table. So uh, what do you have a guess as to as to what could happen this year, do you, do you think do you still think you have a chance, or, or everyone has a chance at this point, or, or what's going on? So, there's a great saying in Spain when when there's a league like this, and it says it goes "I Liga." It means there's a league. 
Uh-huh. Uh, yep. it, it's a great time to be a Spanish football fan because it isn't Madrid or Barcelona just beating everybody up. There are teams that a lot of people around the globe would never expect to see at the top of the table. So right. I'm excited. Uh, there's as much of a chance for us as there is for anyone in the top half right now. So I think what we'll see is some of the other clubs that traditionally are not at the top of the table. Uh, we may see some later season issues as far as longevity of the team, uh, keeping a team healthy. And that's where the Barcelona's, the Sevilla's, the Real Madrid's of the of La Liga tend to really manage their, their players well throughout the season. And that's why they're always at the top of the table. So it's great now. And I think that the one thing Madrid has going for them right now is the fact that, they, they're in this position year in and year out. They compete year in and year out. And so I think that they know how to manage a long 35 weeks of football left to play. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, a long way to go. You mentioned the uh, Madrid-PSG game earlier. What was uh, what were the big takeaways from that match for you? I mean, I guess the midfield was um, subpar in your opinion. But with, with I mean, some of the, you still have some of the greatest midfield players in the world. So what, what's the difference now under Zidane this time? Well, first off, PSG was spectacular. Uh, they had a high press. They were relentless on the ball. They just never allowed Madrid to get settled. Mm-hmm. And the worst part of all of that is there was no Mbappe, Neymar, Cavani at all. Right, right. That's scary. That's scary in Champions League. It's it's great position to be for PSG. I think Verratti, Idrissa Ghana, and Di Maria, I mean, this guys were lights out. As mm-hmm. far as Madrid goes... I mean, Zidane, this was his first test. We knew it was going to be his first big test uh, returning to Madrid, and I think he, he missed it. He failed completely uh, mm. to 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 map out this gameplay. He was outcoached. The team was outplayed. Zero shots on frame since 2004. The team honestly just looked confused, and I think the worst part of all of it is it, it looked like they lost their – their will to win, hmm. uh, and, and that from the you know all the way from Courtois through the midfield, I think <laughs> they just—it's almost like they didn't even want to be out there. One of the yeah. one of the things I I noticed while we were watching the match, my son and I were watching actually, it's, it's almost like there's three different schools inside the Madrid team that Zidane has to manage right now. It's hmm. the old blood, it's right. the unwanted crew the guys that wanted to leave and couldn't find a home, and then mm-hmm. the new kids on the block. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you combine that with the pressure of being the head coach at Real Madrid, it doesn't matter if you have Tony Cruz. It doesn't matter who you have in the midfield. If you can't figure out how to blend the team, it is going to be a very long season. It, 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 altogether, it's going to be a short Champions League bid, but it's going to be a longer season. The uh, the Madrid derby is next uh, next week. Atletico uh, Real. There, I mean, this this one could go either way. Do you guys? Uh, how do you think this one's going to go? That's a it's a coin flip. Like you just said, either way. Uh, I, w- I would like to say we're going to take that, but who who shows up on the pitch? It also depends on what Zidane does. I I, I watched two different games in one week. He switched the formation in, at the PSG match where he was playing a four two. 3-1, and, or, I mean, uh, right. that was today, and then he was a 4-3-3 against PSG. He didn't change much today against PSG. He put Ramos in 
um, instead. Other than that, it was the same crew. He made one sub. So it really comes down to Zidane and what he plans to do to line up against Atletico. And, and it could be a complete toss-up. I don't know. I, I'm hoping for a win, but we got to score goals. The team's got to show some structure in the midfield, and we haven't done that. So Atletico is a very difficult team to beat. Uh, you saw they actually you know, played a tremendous game against Juventus and, and came back. 2-0 to tie it, so yeah. the team, you know, it's going to be a great derby, and, and without a doubt, it's going to be one that I think a lot of people should tune into because there's a lot going on in La Liga, and that one's mm-hmm. going to be a good match to watch. Absolutely, that one's at Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern for everyone wanting to tune into that one. Uh, in the Serie A, we had the uh, Milan derby this week, uh, the battle in the San Siro. Both teams uh, share the same stadium. Inter would come out on top 2-0. Uh, the goals from Brozovic off a massive deflection and Romelu Lukaku uh, adding to his scoring record so far at uh, at Inter. Uh, how do you think Lukaku's working out for them over there, Will? Well, Antonio Conte really, really wanted him when uh, he was at Chelsea. Right, he was forced by Morata through. instead. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah <laughs> please don't remind me. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the reason he wanted him, apparently. And yeah. it's looking like um, I haven't had a chance to catch any Serie A matches, but from what, I can, what I'm hearing, reading, it looks like he compliments Antonio Conte's uh, style of play. Mm-hmm. And to the owners, the higher-ups that run these clubs – you got to listen to the managers. They know the football side of things. And this is, this is what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, Stephen, I got to do this. But <laughs> how many of those goals are United missing from oh, Lukaku? All yeah. of that. Like, I, I, don't think, I don't think he was a flop. I think he, he did what we expected. Mm-hmm. Of course, he missed stuff that he should have hit. But what player hasn't? A lot of people do in the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I was mad especially last second, get rid of him and have no replacement. Yeah, especially so, now that Rashford's off injured, you could really use a backup. Yeah, so each each goal he scores, just it's another nail in our coffin. Hmm. But uh, credit, to, credit to Antonio Conte. It looks like he's really got into flying. Hmm. But, I mean, I think, honestly, as long as he can keep everyone on board, keep everyone happy, I mean, I know Antonio Conte's not, that's not his strength, but... Hmm. If everything rolls smoothly, it could be an interesting Serie A. Yeah, definitely. Seems like a lot of, uh, I don't know, normally mid-table teams in a lot of leagues recently are having their fair shot, whether it's, uh, you know, teams like Chelsea or Manchester United having kind of rebuilding years and opening up some spots for other people in the Premier League. Or, uh, you know, we talked earlier about um, how La Liga is right now and no one really wanting to come out as favorites (laughs) over there. Uh, so it's yeah, it's kind of a, a bright spot from a neutral point of view, where you can see a lot of clubs who maybe never had uh, the chance to make a name for themselves have a have a chance now. Well, I touched on this a few podcasts ago. Mm-hmm. None of these teams never really prepared for a proper transition. So a lot of the big clubs they've been relying on their their Robins, their Ribéry's, their their um, let's see Real Madrid, their Ronaldos. Mm-hmm. Um, 
over in England. Who's uh, you know, who can I think of? Um, which team's been over relying on Hazard? Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 Hazard. That's or even fair enough. Fergie for us. But it's oh, just oh yeah, the first far coaches go. Yeah, no one's ever been. had. To, no, I don't think anyone's had the foresight to say, okay, you know what? Maybe oh yeah, I mean, in, in um, Barcelona with uh, Messi and you know company. Mm-hmm. No one's really sat down and said, okay, now it's time. We we need to start looking ahead and start bringing in some some youth. Yeah. And we're seeing that now. That's why the Champions League played out the way it did. And that's why the a lot of these leagues you're like seeing some semi parody, I guess, a little mm-hmm. bit of it, but you got to have that transition period. I mean, I know you've got these players that you love to see week in and week out, but the reality is they get up there in age. Yeah. And you got to start looking ahead and I think as a Chelsea fan, this is the best part about Hazard leaving is that, well, he's gone and now we've got, and because of this transfer ban, we got to turn to our younger players who mm-hmm. they're looking the part so far. They got the talent. It's just the real question is how are they going to make it, you know, how are they going to make it through the duration of the season? Because the Premier League, it's a very long, arduous season. How are they going to make it through that? And we've got some vets that can kind of, I guess, help them along the way. And then, of course, a young manager, Frank Lampard, whose playing days wasn't, you know, they're not, it's not too far behind him. Right. Kind of help them out. So that's, that's my take on it. Just lack of preparing for, you know, the future, that transition period. Mm-hmm. Uh, going over to Ligue 1 real quick. Uh, PSG and Lyon played today. It was a battle of uh, the two favorites in the French League. For the second week in a row, uh, PSG left it late, but they got their goal uh, rescued by Neymar in both occasions people. pretty late. <laughs> um, especially after getting uh, he got booed in his first game coming out uh, home against PSG and scored an awesome bicycle kick winner in that one and then uh, got another winner today. I don't even know what to ask about. Like <laughs> When you have these players who have made it so clear that they want to leave your club but are still performing for you. Like, what What can you say as a fan when it comes to that kind of thing? I mean, just have to be grateful that they're still being professional enough to show up. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> like you know, I'll say this. For the time being, credit to them for saying, you know what? Yeah, I've made it clear I wanted to leave for Barcelona. I'm still here. I still have a job to do. So credit f- to him for that for the time yeah, being because very little though because he's, uh, yeah, he's, he I mean he he went MIA during um during training like a lot of players do to force moves when they don't really want to play for their club anymore so they're yeah, yeah, like that's why I say professionalism <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> but um I'll say this though as long as he's, he doesn't have another episode between now and I guess January or the end of the season whenever mm-hmm. he's going to try and make a move right good work out for him I mean as long as he's focused and um Cardi, you know, between those two, there's no type of <laughs> drama. PSG <laughs> might. Okay, league on. That's pretty much wrapped up. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> the Champions League. I mean, that could be something. But um, yeah, strong performance against Real Madrid without um, yeah, yeah, Mbappe, right. Cavani, or uh, or Neymar. So. Now it's time for another track from our musical guest of the week, Dave Brown. You'll have a chance to catch him live on October 11th. He'll be at Petra's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Make sure to check that one out. This next track's called A Start, featuring Reese. Let's take a listen. This is Dave Brown. I heard if you want it, gotta want it with your heart. 
And if you gon' do it, then the first thing is to start Nigga, you gon' have to roll these windows down, so start the car It's hot outside, and man, you know we tryna take this far I heard if you want it, gotta want it with your heart And if you gon' do it, then the first thing is to start Dr. King had a dream, and niggas play their part And I also had a dream, so nigga, we gon' take this far yeah. Back to basics, we had to go back to basements Ain't a blemish on me, plus the kid had to go back to stainless Couple women on me, I got no time to practice relations Need them Benjis on me, I got no time to learn some new faces Keep it simple, like, take care of temple, keep your mental right The world is truly in our hands, like how a pencil write Dipping in and out of sands, I'm trying to slip through time My mama said to be a man, it's just to handle mine Back and forth with this shit for a minute I'm at war with myself, but I'm winning I was torn in my core, but I'm ended Off the floor to a lord, I ascended And keep a score, but I'm sure that I'm winning Yeah, the bigger picture getting thicker Gotta feed your soul Just make a plan and then you stand Niggas don't need to know I had a bird inside the hand And chose to free the soul Cause once you fly, ain't no come down No heights, we need I heard if you want it, gotta want it with your heart yeah, yeah. And if you gon' do it, then the first thing is to start Nigga, you gon' have to roll these windows down So start the car It's hot outside, and man, you know we tryna take this far Yeah, yeah I heard if you want it, gotta want it with your heart And if you gon' do it, then the first thing is to start Dr. King had a dream that niggas play their part And I also had a dream, so nigga, we gon' take this far Okay, someday we gon' read about it Niggas say they run the shit, but we gon' see about it We on the road to riches now, and we don't need rerouting And we don't chase no pussy because we gon' be surrounded Astounding, we gon' reach the mountain Top a nigga off is like you drinking from a fountain A royalty so spoil me and we gon' be a thousand A hundred ain't enough no more so we gon' need recounting Bouncing, far from weather housing In a place where we can get these awesome ideas out in The open and I'm hoping that it's good as how the sounding Cause all the moves I made when I was poor have been confounding Grounding, and I got tired of drowning And smoking up my room until my atmosphere was clouded And so I grabbed a pen one day and thought of what the jot And man, I couldn't think of nothing till my homie hit me up and said if you want it, gotta want it with your heart And if you gon' do it, then the first thing is to start Nigga, you gon' have to roll these windows down, so start the car It's hot outside, and man, you know we tryna take this far I heard if you want it, gotta want it with your heart And if you gon' do it, then the first thing is to start Dr. King had a dream, and nigga Play they part and I also had a dream So nigga we gon' take this far Waiting on a moment or a sign Bow my head and I just pray to God I don't wanna read between the lines The bottom line is often just so far I'ma need some money for my time now we run the time and never job Trust me, you don't wanna be the boss Niggas never wanna pay the Nice, man. That was Dave Brown. 
Make sure to follow this dude. He's always posting some good tracks. Thanks for joining us for Footy Tunes. We'll be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. In the meantime, you can connect with us on social media at Footy Tunes Show. And if you'd like to be a musical guest on the show, you can send us an email at footytunespodcast at gmail.com. Take it easy, football fans. Yeah.